Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will never fail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 97 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Hello, 3000. This is Chris. <laughs> oh, I like it. It's, uh, it's really come, I feel like, to be like one of the most popular phrases from the MCU. Yeah, you know, do you find the Marvel movies in general to be quotable? No. I don't really either. I can't, like, think of, like, popular quotes. Like, there's some, I mean... I'd say I am Iron, I am Man. Iron Man, um, Wakanda Forever, Avengers Assemble, maybe Avengers even Assemble. though it's only said one time. Exactly. Um, oh yeah, the Wakanda one where they go, "Hey Mumbai," yeah, oh, yeah, whatever hey, they say, yeah, whatever they say. Over I, I would say the the Wakanda Forever. Yeah, that, I agree. That, that's I agree. good too. But um, yeah, other than that, maybe Hulk Smash. Yeah. But even that, that's from the comics. Same right. with the same with Avengers Assemble. Right, right, right. But no, I would say. Not really. Not, I think, not I think, the most quotable. I think the characters are the only things really driving those movies. And if they, if they didn't have like I great think, characters. I, yeah, I would agree. They're great characters and good stories. Yeah, that's true. The stories are good too. At least in my opinion. No, I agree. I mean, I know people have their criticisms, but I definitely I, don't think it's perfect. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, with criticism, but yeah, but great casting. Great casting. Oh my God. Across the board. I wouldn't say there's one person except for, uh, Terrence Howard. That could be replaced. <laughs> in, <laughs> because he was replaced. Because he was replaced, yeah. In the MCU. But uh we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Chris, how are you? Uh, you good? I'm probably pretty good. Steve, how are you? I'm good. It's, uh almost the end of the summer. Yeah, how many how many yeah. more days before you go back to work? Uh this recording three. Or I shouldn't say back to school work. Back you are currently work. working. That is you true. have a summer job, but yeah. Back to teaching. Uh about three days. Three days. Yeah, Allie, oh. Allie has two days left. Oh, it's, uh, the summer 2019 has come and gone just like the summer always does. Yeah. But we've done a lot of work. You've done a lot of work, but basically similar to what we've done. We've both done a lot of yard stuff. Yeah. We're uh, a little bit left to do. We're sodding. You, you're going to help me sod my yard, my well, backyard. I, I didn't, I didn't like agree to that well, contractually. I'm, I am holding you <laughs> in front of it was all like, of our listeners. It was more like, a, just like a, <laughs> if um, I'm free, I'll be there. What's, what's a step under like, verbal deal like not, it was like a handshake like agreement, a handshake but, like um like a gentleman's agreement yeah but i feel like it wasn't even that it was it was more like uh, you just assumed i would probably help i did <laughs> all right well two weeks after that when you're sodding your yard i'll just have the same mentality then i guess oh uh... <laughs> i think i'm actually getting the better deal because i think i have like an extra like 500 square foot of uh square feet of sod yardage that's true so if you want to show up like an hour late, you, that's totally fine. You can, you can just <laughs> oh, do that if you want. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. So we both we both been pretty busy this summer with that. Lucy's doing well. Yeah, she's yeah. doing great. That's she's getting awesome. so big. She um, I feel like she's really taking well to um like verbal prompts and questions and yeah, she definitely understands like almost everything you say to her. Um, doesn't talk too much yet, but she does some signs. She has a bunch of signs and she says some words and. It's been fun, like, communicating with her. She's a good kid. Now, I don't want to say, like, do you have a favorite Lucy or is one, like, age more oh, for, favorite than the me, other? I've, yeah. I've always liked Lucy more, like, as she's been growing up. Like, So you don't think every back, new like, age oh, is man, more I, fun. Wish, I wish she was, like, not not mm. saying I wish she was six months, but, like, man, she was so much fun when she was six months old. Or... No, I mean, there are, like, <clears throat> good things about different ages, like, when she couldn't, like, run away as much or it was, like... <laughs> easier to change her diaper because she couldn't like wiggle away and right. run away but or just I, open up the fridge and like take out food yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no i definitely every every as she's grown up it's been more and more fun i would say there's always something new i'm yeah. sure like every day there's something new that she does yeah which is crazy to think a year and a half later it's insane uh so chris so we had an episode a little while back where it was shark week uh what we did 
Oh, yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. <laughs> you know why I got confused? Because we watched Zombie Tidal Wave, and I, I was like, we didn't do an episode for that. I wanted to talk about that, okay. too, after we okay. did the results. We'll talk about that. So, uh, so in honor of Shark Week, we did Shark Boy versus King Shark, and King Shark won 71% of the vote to 29% of the vote. Oh, I meant to text you. I think DC announced, or maybe it's just a rumor, the actor who's going to play King Shark. I saw that on Reddit, and I forget and who it is. I, I I didn't recognize the name, yeah, so I don't neither. remember. But they had, um, like, there was, like, a picture on the article, and I don't know if it was just, like, I don't know if it was, like, current concept art or just speculative. Of what King Shark what would, he would look, look like. like. Yeah. And it was, like, just a really strong guy with a shark head. Looks like a great white shark head. We talked about the Which different like that was pretty much the standard. Yep. Sometimes they have like a hammerhead head. Right. Right. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that's going to be in the Suicide Squad sequel. Yep. Looks like sure. it. Which he was going to be in the first one, but then they didn't do it. But, well, that's cool. We should have tried to guess the actor because we're really good at predicting. The yeah, we would have never got it. No, not at all. So uh, thank you to everybody who voted in that episode. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to it. And if you're not listening to it, please go ahead and... Um, Give it a listen. So, Chris, we wanted to talk a little bit about that movie we watched. That kind of ties into Sharknado in a way, but not really. Uh, real quick before we do that, oh, I yeah. just looked up the uh, King Shark actor. It's um, Steve Agee. Agee. Do you know who that is? No, no idea. Um, look at the picture. Um, oh, I that? think he's a he, comedian. Yes, he's a comedian. Yeah. And I, I, I'm like drawing a blank on the movie. I uh, that King Shark looks really scary. Yeah, because it it's like holy smokes. Yeah, it looks like something from like a sci-fi original. Because it looks like a human body form, but like the With skin sh- is like shark skin. Yeah, because he has like he has like human proportions and like yeah, body like parts. body parts. Right. It's kind of weird. It's super weird looking. Yeah, like what I said. I don't know if this is uh, and this is another art that looks different. Oh, so that's who, that's from the TV. That's show. from the TV show. Yeah, yeah. when he was in the TV show. Yeah. He's like huge in that. He's like 20 feet tall. Maybe not that tall. Yeah, it looks like you have some, uh, a little bit of, uh, leeway with how you want to portray your king shark. You can kind of pick it, yeah. <clears throat> All right, so you want to talk about, uh, so zombie, zombie title, wave. title wave? Yeah, so it was, it was directed by Anthony C. Ferrante, who directed the six Sharknado movies. Mm-hmm. It was produced by Ian Ziering and starred Ian Ziering, and it was written by, Ian Ziering. And Thunder Levin. And Thunder Levin, who also wrote the six Sharknado movies. Yep. So we watched it's it. kind of the, the new Sharknado. It, it seems to be. I, I'm I mean, curious if it, there'll be a it sequel It seems like it was it. trying to be. I, I, I didn't like it. Like, not even like a, it's a bad movie, but it was good. I would agree. It's just a bad movie. Yeah, like, I did not enjoy it at all. It was... Like, the things that we laughed at were just because they were dumb. Like, right. And not really even dumb funny, just dumb dumb. Like, it seems like they just rushed it to yep. try to finish it, just put something together. And Yep. And I think it also might have suffered as, like, the writers writing six Sharknados. Like, they didn't really want to repeat anything they did in a Sharknado. So they had to come up with, like, these new ways to fight the zombies and destroy the tidal wave, blah, blah, blah. I guess they didn't have to destroy the tidal wave. No. But it, it just seemed like... They ran out of ideas and they tried it anyway. And did they even talk about like what started the tidal wave? I feel like they didn't even go into that. Uh, no, they didn't. And there they... was in the very beginning, there was like, there was that crack in the underneath like the bay and it okay. glowed oh, yeah, blue. That's true, right? But that was it. Oh, I, they did actually mention offhand the reason they were out <clears throat> on their boats was they were like checking for damage from a recent earthquake. Okay. So, but that doesn't really explain that why there were two tidal waves. They didn't seem were... worried that a third one was going to happen. No, and they didn't seem – and they also seemed very surprised that a second one did. Like it's not like yes. they were like, oh, there's another earthquake. There will be another tidal wave. Right. Both tidal waves took them by complete surprise. Correct. So like if these were like people who knew – who understood how earthquakes affected the the, the water, oh. you think they would know, you know? Yeah. So it's just weird. That was just weird. Just every everything was weird. Like for the first half of the movie, I felt like it didn't really have a plot. It just had like a collection <laughs> of random scenes where like some zombies would appear and they'd either run away or like fight them, and like they just did that in like five different spots. And that's that, kind of that it. That's kind of how the first Sharknado is, though. Like the uh, first half of the movie, there's really no plot. It's just them fighting sharks. I I totally believe that actually until so, the very end when they have to destroy the sharks with like the uh, the bombs. The bombs, right? 
where in this they have to destroy the tidal wave. Or no, they have to destroy the zombies with like electricity. They like electrocute them all. Right. They're weak to electricity. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Go, um, going into the zombies, we talked about this. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it just for the extras who played the zombies. Oh, so we are recommending it? I mean, <laughs> I mean, look, it's, it's not that long. It's like an hour it's and a half without commercials. It's not offensively bad. No. Like if you're curious, you might as well just watch it. Yeah. More of a curiosity thing. But it's not like you need to see this thing. No, definitely not. It's no. not. I, I, I mean, I don't know what it is. Maybe just like watching all the Sharknadoes, like the charm wore off for me. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I definitely don't miss Tara Reid. But oh, unfortunately, no, the, the new not, girl was her, really good. Her not being in this movie makes Ian Ziering probably the worst actor. <laughs> I think he's, you're right. He's okay, but like he doesn't. Even like yeah. the, even like the niece who played the zombie, like she was like she was a she was great. She honestly. she gave it her all. Like she was not holding back. Whatsoever. I agree. Like it, it's kind of funny if like you showed up to be an extra for a movie and they're like, okay, you're a zombie. We need you to just be like crazy. Like just, just attack this door and eat it. Yeah. And they went, they, they went all they out. Just, they just went all out. But there was inconsistencies between the different zombies because right, some move fast, some move slow. Sometimes they were very strong. Sometimes, sometimes they were very they strong. Were right. It was just kind of whatever the, the plot demanded. That's exactly. What they did. Yeah. Yeah. So zombie tidal wave. If you want, if you have an hour and a half to kill and you're like, I want to lose brain cells, go for it. If not, you're not going to miss anything because I don't think we're going to do an episode on that because I I don't see enough material in that episode, in that movie to do anything. None whatsoever. All right, Chris, you ready to get started with today's episode? Uh, let me think. Yes, I'm ready. All right, perfect. (laughs) So please remember, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Uh, today, we're talking about a current topic that weighs heavy on my heart and other Spider-Man fans. Yeah. Uh, the Marvel vs. Sony Spider-Man feud. Yeah. It's, 2019. It's, it's, it's a really sad feud. Yeah, it seems like it is just sad. It's like not even exciting to read about. <laughs> no, no. So someone sent me this, the link to this, and I thought it was a joke. And then when I read first, it when you first started about when it. I, when I first opened my phone and I saw like the link. So you want to give some quick background uh, in case yeah. someone just doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. So if if you live under a rock or you just woke well, up from a coma, don't say that. Or if you're listening to this podcast in like six months when it's not a big deal anymore, that's true. If you're waking up from a coma, welcome back. <laughs> glad that I'm glad that after you woke up, the first thing you wanted to do was catch up on the Who Would Win cast. Um, <laughs> so Marvel and Sony had an agreement to use Tom Holland's Spider-Man, Peter Parker, in I think five movies. Yeah, it was like their deal. Yeah. yeah, it was for three. He'd be, he'd be, what do you call it? Like, like, a, co- like a co-star? Uh, yeah. I, I don't like know a supporting, right like a supporting, a supporting role. role in three movies right. and a main character in two. Of his own Spider-Man movies. Oh yeah. Yes. That Marvel would produce all of them, but the individual Spider-Man movies. Yeah. For this, for the Spider-Man movies, Sony got nearly all the money. So yeah, Sony made all, yeah, basically all the money for those. And they had like full creative control. Sony did. Sony yes. did. Uh, so Tom Holland was introduced in Captain America Civil War. He was in Avengers, uh, Infinity War, War and then Avengers Endgame. Spoiler. And, um, he was in Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. And I would say critically all, and fan base, people love him. I was just about to say, yeah, all positively reviewed. Uh, Tom Holland, very popular Spider-Man. Mm, I agree as well. I, I love the younger Spider-Man personally. I would say and I that find him very likable. I think he's I think he's the first actor who really likes being Spider-Man. He does really seem to enjoy it too. Yeah. He, I mean maybe maybe like not now, but but yeah. at the time he definitely enjoys. It. I think Tobey Maguire was a really good Peter Parker, but not a good Spider-Man. I think Andrew Garfield was a really good Spider-Man, but not a good Peter Parker. But I think Tom Holland is the first person to really perfectly intertwine those two characters together. Yeah, which I think is really important. So Far From Home came out about a month ago, maybe almost two months ago now, and made over a billion dollars. Oh, over a billion. I think it was the first Sony <clears throat> it's film the hi- to make over a billion? It's the, no, it's the highest grossing Sony movie okay. now. It, it overtook Skyfall from uh, about six years ago or so. So it's not the first, but it's now the highest grossing Sony film of all time. And it seems like... I guess it's more Disney than it is well, Marvel. That's what we're going to fight about, right? Yeah, that's true. Whose fault is it? Yeah. Um, 
They're saying, but, you know what? Okay. We might want a bigger piece of that cheddar. Initials look. So Disney's asking wants more money. Yeah. Yeah. What else is new? <laughs> and Sony is kind of like, no, not really. It's time for you to Sony's like, back let's off keep a it. Bit. Let's keep what we have. Yeah. Let's keep it the same. So the deal, the original deal that they made. 2016-ish. 2016-ish of the five movies. And so every dollar from Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Right. Where he was a supporting Where character. he was a supporting character goes to Marvel. Correct. They make 100% of that. Mm-hmm. All the dollars from Homecoming and Far From Home go to Sony, except for, I think, 5% so, of the opening day's gross. Yeah, they said, yeah, it's, it's 5% of initial gross revenue. And I don't know if it was the day or the weekend or the, weekend. Or the week or whatever right, it was. Right, that's true. It was just initial revenue. So it's a small, it's a small percentage compared to the overall. Yeah, even though the movies probably make the majority of their money in the first week. Yep, that's if, true too. If it is one day, it's not as big as the first week. Right. I'm not positive. I didn't. I don't know if the specifics are even out there because I read a few articles and I didn't see a specific time. I just said I just saw initial. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, exactly. If it's out there, I'm sorry we didn't see it. I've, I've seen I've seen initial too. I just assumed it was like the first mm-hmm. day. Yeah, I kind of was assuming opening weekend, but uh, I don't really know. Yeah, and then and also then there were some other things like um like the, merchandising, the merchandising. Rights. Yeah, like they if like Homecoming made more than 750 million worldwide, which it did, the merchandising rights. Would that Marvel pays Sony every year right. would go down to like thirty five million dollars a year, which yeah. I don't know what it was at before that. I I might have seen that. I'll look while you, if you if you have sure. anything else to say. So, um, so because of that deal, you know, Marvel's making money from the merchandising. They can make all the the Peter Parker toys, and Peter Parker's in the MCU, which people are head over heels in love with. They're super on board with that. So now apparently. Uh, Disney and or Marvel, it seems, wanted to renegotiate. And Sony, I guess they also wanted to renegotiate in some way too. I guess because it's, it's, it's mutually beneficial for both because Sony's making money. Marvel's making money. The fans are happy. The critics are happy. It's like a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm, so I'm going to be arguing <laughs> for Disney, but I was just about to say Disney just wanted more money. Right. At the end of the day, that's what they want. And I'm going to be arguing for Sony. <laughs> Were you able to find? Uh, no, I thought I had it up and I don't, and I, uh, I don't want to search for too long. So I'll just, if I come across it later, I'll mention it. Okay. So the rumor goes Marvel and Sony had a meeting this past week where I've heard conflicting reports. I've heard that M- Disney, well. I've heard that Disney asked for 50 50. I've heard that Disney asked for 25%. Currently on the Spider-Man Wiki, Wikipedia page, it reported that uh, Disney had hoped for a 50-50 co-financing arrangement. Okay. So the other thing we should say is that when – for Spider-Man Far From Home – Homecoming and Far From Home, uh, Marvel was paying for it. Marvel made the movie, right? Um, I, I think yes and – not they did, but not 100% of it was financed by Marvel Studios. I'm sure Sony uh, also okay. helped finance it too. Okay. Yeah. I don't know the split on that. I wonder what it is. Yeah, I don't know either. Because if you go to like the Far From Home or uh, Homecoming, you can look at like produced by whatever the production companies are. And I'm sure okay. it's like one of them is Marvel Studios and it's probably also like one of the Sony production companies too. Mm, okay. Because I have the producers for both Spider-Man, Homecoming and Far From Home. Because it's like it's Kevin Feige, right? And Kevin, Amy Pascal. Yes. Because Amy Pascal is the Sony producer. Okay. And then Kevin Feige is the Marvel producer. Okay. So, accord- so apparently these th- these talks took place, and um, it led the Disney representatives, Marvel representatives, went over and called them to basically walk out and say, "All right, there's no deal, no deal." Meaning that Spider-Man is now going to be removed from the MCU, and the future is very yeah. So bleak. I mean, I saw a thing. Tom Tom Holland said, you know, he's he's Still going to play Spider-Man? I'm, I would assume that's true. I think he's, like, on contract for one more movie. I heard he has a couple more movies on his contract. Okay. And, um, but I heard that he con- was, so... So his contract's with Sony. Right. I heard. But I heard the director is with, his contract's with Marvel, which I don't understand how that works. The director of the Spider-Man? Spider-Man the John Watts. John Watts, yes. Yeah. Who I heard, both. I heard, because apparently he might not be directing the third Spider-Man movie. Interesting. So it's just it's nothing like this has really ever happened before. Yeah, it was it was an interesting deal the way it happened. Yeah. I mean, 
I guess you can kind of say like um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit when they had like Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse in the same shot for the same amount of time is kind of, oh, kind of similar yeah. to this because yeah. you have rival production companies yeah. and like movie studios like lending their IP for something. But like this is like a whole new ball game because Marvel doesn't own Spider-Man it's film rights, but Sony does, but they'll let Marvel use it. It's like, it's so technical and complicated. Yeah. Even, even like before this deal, like the spider, the, the Spider-Man rights are interesting because like how Sony came into them. Um, it looks like Sony bought initially the right for Spider-Man in 1985, Sony Pictures Entertainment, uh, for $10 million. Yeah, I read that. Yep. Plus 5% of any movie's gross revenue, half revenue from consumer products. And they, uh, hired Sam Raimi to make a trilogy and it was two thirds good. Yeah. I'd say 2.5. Yeah. So, so what I heard that I don't see here is 2.5. That's funny. Um, I heard there was some also in the contract that they had to like make a Spider-Man movie they did. every so like in a certain <clears throat> amount of time to keep the rights. So that's how Marvel's been able to get back a lot of their characters because in the 90s, Marvel basically went bankrupt. Yeah, they ran out of money and started so that's selling where you, stuff. Right. Yeah. So that's where you get like Fantastic Four and X-Men with the Fox and Spider-Man with the Sony and a bunch of other characters were sold off too. Um, but a lot of those movies did not come to fruition. So that's when like in the mid two thousands, they got like Captain America back and Iron Man back and Thor back and they started thinking, Oh, we could just make our own movies. But, um, like daredevil, I think daredevil was owned by Fox also, but they didn't make another movie in the time period. And that's how Marvel was able to get those rights back. So Sony is basically at the point now where they're like, well, we're just going to keep making movies because we'll lose the rights back to Marvel if they don't make movies within a certain amount of time. Yeah. And they've had mixed success. Like we just said with the Raimi trilogy, and then, um, did, was it Mark Webb who did the, the two Andrew Garfield ones? Yeah. And he's the same guy who did the Tom Holland's? No, no. Oh. Mark Webb did Garfield and John Watts. Did. John Watts. Okay. Yeah. And the Andrew Garfield ones were kind of pretty much well received, would you say? The second one was not. For, first one was. The first one was one like base. It was pretty positively okay. well received. Yeah. The second one was not well received at all. And it did not make, I mean, it made like 700 million, but it made less than. The first Amazing Spider-Man, and it made less than right. the three other Sam Raimi ones, yeah, I believe. Yeah. So it was yeah. Sam Raimi uh, actually made a lot of money on his trilogy. Oh my god, yeah. The third one I think was very, really, really close to a billion dollars. I don't think it cracked it, but, yes. it was, but it was pretty close. So, so we're going to argue who's at fault, who would win between Sony versus Marvel regarding this whole, um, you know, problem with sure. the, the Spider-Man rights disagreement disagreement. Um, and we're just going to kind of say we're going to we're going to personify the different studios and pitch as to uh, who has the I, best case here. I don't want to personify Disney personally, but I'll, I'll You're try. going to talk like just, this the whole time, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt. Um, all right. So, Mr. Disney, why? Um, all right. Here's the thing. All right. I, re- I I wish I knew how much money Disney spent on this stuff, because like I thought they were spending a lot of the money for production on the movies. I mean. I don't want to say it's 50 50 on production. I thought it was like a pretty sweetheart deal for Fox. Cause it's like, all right, this character you're having trouble with, we'll give you great stuff. We right. have, we have good stories. We'll, you'll get some, you'll get like a bump from the main MCU movies where you're, uh, supporting. True. That'll help out your solo films. Um, and you get like most of the money. Right. They, they, they get they, um, 95% of the money basically. So, and then Disney's like, well, that's maybe too much. Let's go to 50 50. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish they didn't jump from 5% to 50% personally. <laughs> that that I, is I, if it is 50%. Because I've also seen reports that said it was 25%. Okay. And then I've also seen reports that said the only disagreement was over producer credits, but I don't really believe that. No, no way. <laughs> no way. So here's the thing, I guess 50% seems too high. Because, okay. like. So are you, are you trying to renegotiate with me right now, Mr. <laughs> yeah, Disney? Yeah. Um, are you under the opinion that 50% is too high as well? Yes. Um, do you think 30% is unreasonable? No. Okay. No. Yes. Sorry. Oh, that's it too is, high still. It's too high. Is 25% too high? I would. That's like getting in the ballpark. If I was Sony, I'd go like 15%. Yeah. Cause this is the thing. It's my, it's my IP. I mean, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I own it. I didn't create it, yeah, but, I, but I own it. I don't really want to help you, but like you've been doing okay with your own Spider-Man's. Like you're making money. You haven't like made the 
the universe, which you haven't even been trying to do. Right. You haven't really gone beyond two good movies, but like you made a bunch of money on your Spider-Man. I have made a ton of money on my Spider-Man. But the thing, we don't really know, without knowing the exact numbers, like what if because of their deal, mm-hmm. like could, <clears throat> if Sony made more money on say the Andrew Garfield movies mm-hmm. than on the Tom Hollands. Yes. Do you think they did? No, they have not. They haven't. No, no way. Okay. No, because the Tom, the, the, well, I had those numbers. I'll see if I can find the, them again. the Mark Webb ones, Andrew Garfield ones. Yes. They've made probably like seven, eight, maybe like seven, 800 and 700. What do you, respectively? oh yeah, that's about, I was going to say, it's like about 1.4 billion total. Okay. So, so those two together made 1.4 billion, right? Yep. So far from home on its own made 1.1 billion. Yeah. But it looks like, um, homecoming was like 800 million because they're right. listed at like 1.9 so, billion. So, so the two of them, yeah, 1.9 billion. So the two of them basically made $2 billion. Yep. So the two of them together made 600 million more. Five, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, around, around, yeah, five hundred, five, yeah, five hundred, half, half, half a million, half a billion, half a million more, half a billion more, half a billion more. Thank you. Than the Andrew Garfield ones, mm-hmm. so they're definitely well received, and I couldn't have done that without you, Miss Being. Right. Being so, Disney. so even even your ninety five percent cut of, oh, I keep accidentally arguing for Sony. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Because 95% is like a really good deal. Cause like if you're making 95% of $1.9 billion, that's more than you made on Andrew Garfield. Right. And you did way less work and I think spent less money, but I don't know. Yeah. So I guess we have to, the, the argument is where's, when's the number that it makes sense? So like how I, much more? I'd go up to, I guess I'd go up to 15. I'd be willing to go up to 15. But this is so the thing. Say, but I'm going to say this too, Mr. Disney. Yeah, you sure. Have, you have Thank you for calling me by my you're, preferred name. You're welcome. You are so freaking rich. You have so much money. Why are you trying to squeeze me for an extra? What, what would it end up being if you did fifteen percent? Um. So if if you made if you made fifteen percent of uh and of Tom Holland's Spider Man movies mm-hmm. of the one point nine billion, but it, but it's only one point six billion. So you, st- it still would have made you more than the Andrew Garfield movies. Right. So I'm still making, so, so, I mean, as, as Disney, it's still, f- or as Sony, it's still fine. But like, why do you need that extra $400 million? Like, like why? This is really hard for me to argue because I, Disney doesn't need it. But <laughs> without saying, without knowing how much the money they spend, I, I don't know. Maybe they spent more than they thought. Maybe they ended up doing more work than they thought they would. Or maybe they thought they'd have a lot of negotiating leverage after the success and they could get more money out of you. I don't really know. I mean, you did just make the highest grossing movie of all time. So you kind of do have a little bit of muscles to flex that like you kind of know what you're doing. And without you, I'm hopeless. And that Spider-Man, that if, 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 if I try to make a Tom Holland movie or if I try to make a Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland that does not take place in the MCU, people are probably not going to go see it. I think some people still will. Yeah, I don't know. It's, but I think it's overall, really hard to say. I think it's going to really depend on how good of a story that and is. And if I try shoehorning him into a Venom sequel oh, with, yeah. with Tom Hardy, I think people are going to be that, really angry. I think that would be a really risky move. Because though it made a ton of money, I've heard it's not great. And isn't the tone like very different? Yes. So like that would be a tough thing to marry those two. Exactly. Like super dark with Tom Holland's like fun, energetic personality. Yeah, exactly. So I think it would, it would totally backfire on me, but this is where I come down to. It's my property. So I get to do with it what I want. Right. And if, if, if you're going to try to squeeze all the money out of me, I, I that's for no the reason. 50% is way too much. Cause even at 50%, Sony can just make their own bad Spider-Man movie and make more money. That's why you, when you, when you throw out 15, that's getting closer. Cause like you taking an 85% cut of spider-man is still a little better than you did on your last series right so maybe if we make it 20 percent, it's about the same say so I, I could figure out exactly um so if, if you took a 20 percent cut uh i must have did that wrong you'd get 1.5 so that's getting close. It's still more than the 1.4 billion from Andrew Garfield's. 
Correct. That's what I'm right. comparing to. Yeah. That's the easiest to compare to because it was it was the it's same amount recent. of movies. It was yeah. two movies and it was the most recent. Yeah. If I compare, it's harder to compare to Raimi's because that made a bunch more money. That made two point five billion. Because they adjust for inflation, but it was three movies and it was a yeah. Because it was in the early two thousands, the first two. Yeah, it was, it was probably it's probably not an insignificant amount of inflation. Right. And I don't know how the split worked between the three movies, but also he kind of ran that trilogy into the ground, in my opinion. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say it was him. I would say, I would say that's Sony's fault. That was, um, studio meddling. So that's a point, that's a point against Sony that Sony really truly does not understand this character that well. Uh, Except when it comes yeah, to so like into the Spider-Verse. Cause the Spider-Verse, we, they definitely understood Spider-Man. If we wanted to say, yeah, that's true. That was a really, really well received, well made movie. If we wanted to argue like just from what's the best for the fans, obviously I think letting, would you agree letting Marvel do it is better? Yes. Money aside. I mean, am I speaking as Sony right now or speaking as, as myself? just Steve? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It makes total sense to let Marvel do it. Yeah. Okay. So just so you know, if you, if you took a 75, so if you gave Dinty 25%, mm-hmm. that would have made you just about the same amount from the new movie, from the Tom Holland movies as your Andrew Garfield ones. And I would say that's too much. I'd say 25% is way too much. So because- what about, so it's this, it's, you made the same amount of money. As you did in your last trilogy, your last movies where you had to do everything. Yeah. And you get to do way less and make the same amount of money and that's still too much for you. But I, th- I think it just comes down to principle because that's like me. That's like you coming to my house and I, saying, Steve, I can run a lemonade stand that's way better than the one I you've been running. I don't think these like multi-billion dollar companies argue on principle. I think it just comes down to dollars and cents for them. Well, I think for Sony, it's coming down to principle because they know that Disney and Marvel want Spider-Man. Like really badly. Okay. So I think that they're basically just holding out now to be like, screw you. We own it. It's your fault that you sold it. We own it. It's our property now. And we get to do with it whatever you want. And boo hoo that you want it back. Um, that's not really our, on principle. <clears throat> principle would be like, Oh, uh, we think we can do what's best for the character and we believe in ourselves and we'll make good Spider-Man movies. You're kind of just being, uh, Kind of a uh, butthurt about it. <laughs> I was <laughs> trying to think it, of to a, better, it a better word for that. But That's you're just funny. like, oh man, they did better with our character. But if we be jerks and keep them, they'll be mad. Which they definitely are, though. <laughs> They're definitely peeved about it. Um, Supposedly, if you believe some of the stories, like Kevin Feige wasn't going to even have involvement with the future Spider-Man movies. Even before this split. Oh, really? Well, I mean, that's like... One thing I saw, but like, like we were saying, there's been conflicting news about this. Uh, but it does seem like negotiations have kind of broken down. And as of right now, it looks like, you know, I, I total I, split. I personally think that they're going to come out. And I, I think there's too much money on the line for them to yeah. not reach an agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it'll be around 25%. Like, uh, I think is, I, I don't know. I guess it really depends on the figures for what's well, how much they're spending how much they're making but all right well let me ask you i, this I think 25 is the is, is the, the, the is highest the, is the highest sony should go like yeah. 50 is, is crazy right because at 50 you might as well just make your own spider-man movie oh yeah absolutely like because even if it's bad because you're you'll... putting in that work because you're making yeah. money for it and let me ask you a question now there could be a possibility where disney is just like you know what screw it we want to buy spider-man uh, i was gonna back. bring that up i mean disney could potentially also just buy sony I feel like that would be like the ultimate corporate takeover. Like we want Spider-Man that bad. We're going to buy you. I, they just probably put out a bunch of money to buy, uh, what they buy Fox? Yeah. So maybe, maybe they need to, you know, save up for a little bit. Oh yeah. They could, but like Disney has a lot of money. How much now this might be hard because you really don't know like all the numbers and stuff, but like if you had to buy Spider-Man, well, oh, so okay. they bought so it let's, for, let's ten, compare that it. to some recent things. Like what did Disney buy Star Wars for? Was it like two, four billion, four billion, four billion. Okay. And what they buy Fox for, do you know? Uh, oh my God, like 78 billion. Okay. Something crazy. So it's probably somewhere in between those two. Disney got a really good deal on Star Wars. Oh my God. They, <laughs> they, they robbed George Lucas blind. <laughs> like he was just like, uh, all right, guys. Uh, Four billion is sure. way too low. Four billion dollars? Yeah, you can just take that. That's totally fine. <laughs> they, made, they probably have. They've I mean, already made it back. I mean, I assume they already have yeah. made that back. Yeah. yeah, they made it back already. So, what would you buy? What would so, you? What would you buy Spider Man um, for? Because I have the number for what it's worth. Oh, you do? I do. Do you know what that like? 
takes into consideration. Merchandise sales, box office, DVD, video games, comics, TV, in Broad- it, Broad- it's- Broadway musicals. Because there was in its Spider- history, in its history, in its history, and Blu-ray sales. Okay, so what's that like a thirty-year history? How long? When was uh, since nineteen sixty-two? Six, oh wow, wait, wait, so, wait longer than that. Uh, fifty, fifty some years. Okay. Uh, how much would you spend? Ten billion dollars. Ten billion dollars. That's what you'd offer me. Oh, just a ball, just a ball. No, I wouldn't offer you that. I was, oh. start, I was starting. Oh, that's you're like, just guessing. I'd offer you four billion and one, <laughs> and I'd be like, "That's hey. just to symbolize your one dollar better than Star Wars." <laughs> And so, Sony, Sony be so flattered. Three billion nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. So, Spider Man is estimated valued at twenty eight billion dollars. I'm actually surprised it's that high. Well, I, most of it comes from merchandise, but that's that's like fifty years of correct of stuff. Correct. Star Wars is currently valued at sixty five billion. So yes, they they basically stole that. Oh my god! Just, just as a side, how did there. how did that deal happen? I think George Lucas was asleep. So yeah, so twenty eight billion dollars. So they'd have they'd have to they'd have to double that at least. They'd have to say we'll offer you I, we'll I offer you fifty six billion dollars for Spider Man. I don't know if they'd have to double it. That's that's how much money Spider Man would make in the next fifty years. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe that's true. I don't, I don't know. I'd want to know like how that just distributed like. Is a lot of that, um, is that like heavily weighted recently with the movies? Yes. It includes, or, includes all of it. So 14. Or so, what I'm saying is if like, if 80% of that value occurred in the last like five years. Oh. Then sure, that seems like a reasonable value. But if that's like mostly merchandising from 50 years of the character, then I don't know. Well, of that, of that 28 billion, f- four, uh, basically 15 billion is merchandising and 7 billion is from so movies. So about half. And 7 billion is from movies. Okay, so we can assume that seven billion. So that's over. Tw- that's over basically twenty years of Spider-Man movies. Yeah, roughly about twenty years. Of Spider-Man right. Movies. I was actually when I threw out that uh, thirty-year number, I was thinking the first um, Spider-Man movie. I think was in like it was two thousand. Oh, was mm, well. Are you talking no, about that other one? I'm talking about other ones. Oh yeah. I think there was one in like 1985. Yeah, or something. I forgot about that. Like I think actually the very first Spider-Man movie was like an un um an unlicensed Spider-Man or something like that. There's some there's some interesting story with it. Wasn't like a it was like a Chinese Spider-Man or something like that. Um, it was like an Asian Spider-Man. I I, I don't know. I don't want to say. I don't know why that's that means. was in 1977. Okay. And then they made Spider-Man Strikes Back 1978. Spider-Man: The Dragon's Challenge in 1981. Definitely some. There's gotta be some. So uh, maybe yeah, some some Asian uh, influence over there. Uh, I'm not sure. So. I mean that could be an out for you. You could just buy you could just buy the rights to Spider Man, which I don't think Sony's ever gonna sell. Uh why not? See, Money's money. What if I, I give you thirty billion? I don't know why. I feel like Sony like because thirty billion is that's too just much like, for Spider Man. That's, like, that's like their baby. That is their baby. Is 30, it? I think so. Cause so I went through and I looked at some of the other franchises that Sony has, and Spider Man really is like their cream of the crop. So they have <laughs> They have um, Ghostbusters. Don't they have James Bond? No, they only had the um, distribution rights. Oh, okay. For the past four Daniel Craig ones, but they actually just lost them because it like the distribution rights expired. Okay. And they had a bidding war for it, and they lost it, and somebody else got it now. I forget who has it now. Gotcha. But so they have Ghostbusters, The Karate Kid, Bad Boys, Jumanji, Men in Black. Um, Zorro, Stuart Little, Charlie's Angels, Resident e- Evil, Final Fantasy, Triple X, Underworld movies, uh, the Dan Brown ones, like, like the Da Vinci Code. Yep. Angels and Demons, blah, yep. blah, blah. Yep. They had Ghost Rider for a little bit, but then they lost the rights back well, to Marvel. They be- made a really be- bad Ghost Rider movie, so. They did. Well, then, then they just didn't make another one and they lost the rights back to Marvel. I, th- I thought they did make a sequel. They did, but they didn't make another one in the time frame. Okay. Uh, the, the Jump Street movies. Hotel Transylvania, Goosebumps, Angry Bird movies. Some of those actually make a bunch of money. Those ones you just named. Um, some of them do. Correct. But they're only producing like one of those every like three years, four years. Whereas you, you got your Marvel, you got your Star Wars, you got your Pixar, you got your Indiana Jones. I mean, everything you just released at D23 is just going to make so much money. It's like insane. And you yeah. have all your like live action remakes. So you're saying I should just like throw Sony a bone and let you keep Spider Man? I mean, 
it's not going to happen. Well, just let Spider-Man be but in that's my MCU why, movies. But no, but that's why I'm saying that's why Sony's not going to Oh, he's like their only it. good thing. It's, it's like, and I shouldn't say it's their only good thing, know. but it's you, like their, their bread You wave butter. like $30 billion in front of some CEO and they can like put that on their resume that they, they made $30 billion. <laughs> that's true. Um, but Stop. I think that's way too much. I think if you buy, if they bought the entirety of, of Fox for $78 billion, Yeah, but that includes like so many other things too. Like the channels. Like that's what FX, I mean. Like to FX. say that Spider-Man is worth 50% of Fox or, well, a little less than Well, 50%. they also bought like, cause by them buying Fox, they also bought Fox 30% ownership in Hulu. Cause, yeah. Cause now they, Disney owns the majority, uh, stakeholder in Hulu. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. Right. They got There's, a lot of things for that $78 billion correct, for Fox. Correct, correct. To say that Spider-Man's 30 billion. All right. I, I see what you're saying. Is a really big chunk. Right. So yeah, you'd be saying that Spider-Man is basically worth half of Fox. Yeah. And I don't know. That's crazy. But I would say that Spider-Man before Iron Man, Spider-Man was like the, the big hero. He guy. was, he was the face of Marvel. A Marvel. Yes. He, yes. he was like the definitive Marvel character. Uh, yeah. everybody, everybody knows Spider-Man. Everybody knows his origin story. Everybody right. knows. Cause they you know, always redo it every time they make a new trilogy. Except in, uh, in the new ones. Thank goodness. Which was a smart move. Cause Disney knew what they were doing. Yeah, they did. Oh, darn it. I'm giving, I'm giving you some, I'm giving you well, some. We, we agreed that, that Disney makes the good Spider-Man story. Correct. We are just saying maybe they should pay Sony a little more because Sony does own it. But so I don't want to say that Sony literally does nothing because they do, they are involved because like that woman, Amy Pascal, like she is involved in, like she was involved in, in the casting. She's involved in the writer. Okay. Cause I, if you, if, I didn't know for sure what was, yeah. the, what they were actually, how they split up the duty, yeah. uh, the jobs. Because if you look at Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming has like six writers, which is insane. Like that's a lot of writers. And that's because they had some people from Marvel, some people from Sony, like all coming together to try to get the story together. Like it's insane. Okay. If I told you, do you know, so the the screenplay and story for Far From Home was Chris McKenna and Eric Summers. You wouldn't happen to know if they're... I think they did Homecoming, but I don't know which... So they were both involved in Homecoming as well. Yeah. In the screenplay, at least. Yeah. For Homecoming, the screenplay and story were different people. That makes sense. Because usually if somebody come up with a story. Yeah. And, like, sometimes they might be like, ooh, we like your story, but we don't like your script. We're going to keep your story. Yeah. So but we're going to change it up uh, a little bit. So, basically, Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly did the screenplay and story mm-hmm. for Homecoming. But on the screenplay, they also got help from John Watts, Christopher Ford, Chris McKenna, and Eric Summers. Right. And then Chris McKenna and Eric, Chris McKenna and Eric Summers did the screenplay and story for Spider-Man Far From Home. But I don't know enough to know if those guys are generally Marvel people or well, what else Sony have, people. What else, what else have they written? Uh, that give a yes, that will. Some of them are blue. I'll click on Chris McKenna. <laughs> uh, that means it's a hyperlink, folks. American Dad, Community, The Mindy Project. Um, that's like NBC stuff. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. So that's Marvel. All right, so they already had a relationship with Marvel. Uh, let me try somebody else. Um, John John Francis Daly. Uh, filmography. Vacation, Horrible Bosses Two, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs that's, Two. That's Sony. Cloudy okay. with a Chance of Meatballs Two. No, okay. Yep. All right. So we got some Sony involvement there. All right, so I mean, Eric Summers isn't isn't a link, so I'm not going to type it in right now. Yeah, it takes too long. But all right, so there was some collaboration there. So, I mean, we can start wrapping up. At the end of the day, I think you're asking for too much. Originally, I actually do too. <laughs> I can't like in good faith just have this argument and say that I should get fifty percent. Yeah, those movies. I think I see your point about twenty five. Me as just the owner of. Spider-Man, I wouldn't want to go that high. I, under- yeah, I understand I'd be breaking you're even. You're thinking like a person and not a like giant corporation, which which is fair because you're a person. Because think of it, though. Because I, I also a, have to market it. Pretend you're a cold, hard robot. I mean, okay. are you still feeling the same? Yeah. You're saying like... Feeling okay. the same. Okay. <laughs> but like, well, like I was mentioning, like, with like marketing, because the, usually the budget doesn't incorporate marketing. So uh, I'd have I to... It okay. Usually it doesn't. Trust you. So I'd have to pay for marketing then too, because Marvel wouldn't pay for marketing because they're not distributing it. Sony's distributing it. 
Marvel just made it. Uh, I, yeah, I, Marvel still. That's has, usually like, that's usually interest. like an extra like hundred million dollars easily. Oh, marketing. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's way more than that. I mean, I was I was watching TV the other day and they still had a Far From Home commercial on. <laughs> I'm like, that came out a month month and a half ago. So I I don't know if it's fair to say Marvel wouldn't do anything because they still have like a pretty vested interest in those movies doing well. They do, but that's not their job though because they're not distributing it. I mean, it. But the fact that they have like financial stake in it, I think they would. But they, like but they, help. but I don't think they even could because that means that Disney would have to pay for the distribution, which they can't because they're well, not the one distributing it. I'm just Sony's saying they could it. still do marketing for it. I mean, like in a way, like doing like press junkets and stuff, or or like produce trailers, or that's all. That's all. That, that, tie-ins. That's all Sony. Well, the product stuff that would be Marvel then. Because they 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 have the merchandising rights. Like you buy Totino's pizza rolls and you get a little Spider Man. <laughs> that wasn't a real one. They don't do those types of things anymore. You can't even get like a free toy in a cereal box I know, anymore, Chris. I know. You, gotta, you gotta like. You gotta, I, I had a box of Cracker Jacks the other day at the Phillies game, and I was so excited. Did it want you to go to a website? Yes. Oh, that's the worst. I was so angry. Was like, Register on our website. Give us all your personal information. Yeah, and then you get a free digital. Gift or prize. Yeah, we'll send you a wallpaper. Right. It's a I PDF. Was, I of was a cracker so deck guy. pissed off. <laughs> All a, I wanted to crazy. see was what was the prize at the bottom of the cracker I deck. Box. I know, Steve. It's sad. Sad times we live in. I know, really. Can't get a free toy in the cereal anymore. God. What's, what's, you know, Marvel and Sony can't get along. We can't get a free toy in a cracker jack box. Things are going to hell. But, um, I do have a fun fact that I'll add before we, uh, head out. All right. I have a fun fact too. Do yours first. So, um, Apparently back in like 2015. Wait a minute. This might be the same fun fact as me. Is this the sandwich? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so back in like 2014, I think Sony was hacked. Wait, that's my fun fact. Oh, all right. You do What's that. What's that have then? to do with a sandwich? All right. You do that. So in, in late 2014. Yes. Sony was hacked. Uh huh. And that, so I'm, I'm sorry if I'm overlapping you. That was when it came out that Sony had talked with Marvel about possibly putting Spider-Man in the MCU. And this is when they were hacked by North Korea because of the interview, right? Or no? Uh, is this a different um, hack? Uh, I can tell you in a second. Okay. But just to finish that up. Sure. That like kind of was resolved with the talks breaking down and not so, Spider-Man wouldn't be in the MCU. And they were actually considering hiring Sp- Sam Raimi to direct a new trilogy. Oh, they've always been talking about like a Sam Raimi fourth one because they had plans to do a fourth one. And the villain in the fourth one was going to be, I think, the Vulture. Which ended up being the villain. Oh, interesting. Homecoming. You were right about the source of that hack, though. It was uh, connected to the interview. Oh, they were demanding that Sony withdraw the film. Yes, which yeah. they didn't, I don't think. No, they didn't. No. But, um, so, I don't know if you remember this, but Bruce Campbell, the they actor. They did cancel the premiere, sorry. Oh, uh, that's okay. And then I think it went on Netflix later. Yeah, it did. Yeah. yeah. So, Bruce Campbell, the actor, mm-hmm. he was in all three Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yeah, they're like friends. They're like in everything. Yeah. yeah. So apparently the fourth one was going to open with it being revealed that he was uh, Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, the whole time. And that's why he was, like, doing different professions in every movie. Because, like, in one movie he was uh, a maitre d' at a restaurant. In another one he was, um, like, a wrestling uh, uh, host, whatever. And then I forget what he was in the third one. But that was apparently what was going to happen in the um, in the fourth one. What's that have to do with a sandwich? Oh, so when it got revealed that Marvel and Sony were were talking, they were having conversations with each other. So apparently at one of the first conversations with Kevin Feige sitting down with Amy Pascal, he said, I really want to talk about bringing Spider-Man into the MCU. Apparently she was eating a sandwich and she threw it at him half jokingly and said, you got to be effing kidding. Get the F out of here. Very professional, Amy. Yeah. I've heard she's kind of a whack job, <laughs> but I just thought that was kind of funny. Cause I mean, before then, like Marvel was like hitting their stride, but they weren't like the $2 billion yeah. highest grossing movie of all time. Like now, like probably Kevin Feige walks in and he's like, yo, what's up? You know, he has like all this street cred now. He, he has enough money to hire sandwich bodyguards. Oh, absolutely. You know, someone will jump in and take the, the take the sandwich hit. Even if they're allergic to tomato, they'll, they'll just take the hit yeah. right on them. So, Chris, on on this show, we predict the future. We predicted this a couple times. We predicted the Super Bowl uh <laughs> overtime <laughs> overtime a couple years ago. Um I forget what else we predicted. I forget the other thing too. But that was that was a big one. That that was a big one. So, let's make a prediction. 
will Spider-Man remain in the MCU? Yes or no? So I'm I'm pretty confident Spider-Man will be in the MCU again someday. Okay. But I don't know how long it will take. That's will will it be Tom Holland Spider-Man? Oh, okay, that's great. Um, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no ever again. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Tom Holland's in one more Spider-Man. Sony, it's a Sony production, and they ruin it, and and he's done. I'm gonna stay hopeful. I'm gonna say yes, but I don't know. Okay, yes, but I don't know. Because Kevin Feige has so much on his plate right now between all the the new movies yeah, and like all the Disney Plus he's shows. He's trying to spearhead like the Phase Four. And right. I don't see how he has time to to do right, another Spider Man movie. Yeah. Right. I agree. I think he's like, all right, whatever. I don't have time for this. Unless he has like a like a like a. I mean, is he the only guy. person that works there though? I mean, That's like, what I'm <laughs> saying. There's got to be like an executive producer that he could just be like, hey, go over there, knock on Sony's door, and just make sure they're not screwing this up. You should send like a whole plate of sandwiches to Amy Pascal. <laughs> To have a guy ready to throw it. Like every decision she makes, we're going to have Spider-Man kiss MJ and someone's like going to throw, oh yes, that's the right answer. <laughs> but I really hope so. Just cause Tom Holland's so I hope great. so too. I, yeah, I love Tom Holland. I really do. And like his, his dad tweeted about Spider-Man. I saw that. And Tom Holland unfollowed, um, Sony on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that. All right. I shouldn't say that. He's not following them. Whether or not he's always followed them, I don't know. Okay. I just know that he's not following them. But you'd think that he did follow them, but... I don't know how Tom yeah, Holland handles uh, his social media. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. He did say at D23, I love you 3000. Yes, he did. So That's what inspired my intro. That's a great intro. And that'll tie right into our outro. We love you, our fans. 3000 also. All right. So uh, let us know your thoughts on this. Do you think that Tom Holland will come back in the MCU? Um, should they just not make another Spider-Man movie then? Like, like if you had the choice of either him being in the MCU and just never having another Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, would you prefer that over him not being in the MCU and just making more Spider-Man movies? Or are you okay with it? And you're just like, whatever, Tom Holland's great. Let's see uh, what else he can do. Let us know. Tweet at us, email us. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Chris, anything else you want to add before we head out of here? Uh, no, I do not have anything to add. All right. Sounds good. Uh, everyone enjoy the rest of your summer. We'll be back soon with another episode and please remember as always to subscribe, follow and rate, and please continue to participate in our show for the who would win cast. This has been Steve and this has been Chris and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Start. I don't feel so good. You're all right. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know. What's happening. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Sir, please. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.